Today's daf is Gittin daf pay Aleph. We're holding on the bottom of daf pay Amid Beis. Uh, today we're going to try to uh, get close at least to finishing the eighth parak of Maseches Gittin. We are holding at the, not the last two dots on the page, but by Hakone says Yivimto, about 12 lines before the end of the page. So we're going to discuss the Mishnah that said uh, that, uh, the, the Mishnah that said that if accidentally the man gave the wife the shover and the wife gave the man the get, or that's what it seems happened, and we discovered that immediately, then they're not divorced at all. But if we discover it, liachazman, that, uh, that, that each one has the wrong document, then we assume that the get was actually, actually did work. So the Gemara is going to define what exactly liachazman means and what immediately means. How do we define those terms? The Mishnah on the top of Amid Aleph uh, is going to talk about if a man writes a get to his wife, is that already enough to be considered uh, that she's already possible? even though he hasn't yet given the get to his wife. And the Gemara is going to discuss what happens if a Kohen, if there's rumors going around that a Kohen has already written a get to his wife. Does that affect their marriage in any way? Because the writing of the get apparently might passel le kahuna. And we're going to use that sensitivity to yichus of kahuna as a demonstration for how different the doros harishonim are from the doros haachronim. That they had such an incredible sensitivity to yichus. And then there's going to be another difference in terms of their attitudes toward Trumas and Maestros. The mission on the bottom of Amid Aleph is going to discuss the case of Megarish Asishto Valana Ima Bepundaki, where a man is Megarish, his wife, he divorces his wife, but then they stay in the same inn together. So do we have to assume that there was a new Kiddushin and they're going to require a second get? Or do we not have to assume that there was a new Kiddushin? And when is that in Machlokas? Is that only when we saw them um, have Yichu together? If we didn't, or we saw them have Bia together and we know for sure they had Bia together? Or when we didn't see them have Bia together? Together, and we're just guessing that if they had Yichud that they may very well have had Bia. Then the mission in the middle of Amun Beis is going to talk about a get kireach. If you have a get mekushar that has uh, it requires a signature by each time you fold it over and sew it together, it requires another signature, so it requires a minimum of three signatures. Can one of those signatures be puzzle? And how puzzle can one of those signatures be? The Gemara is going to distinguish, Mishnah is going to distinguish between the psul of a karov, who's normally puzzle for. for all other eduyos versus a psul of someone who's a ganav or an eved, someone who's puzzle in all eduyos, and we're going to try to explain why an eved would be puzzle even as an add-on signature, even as uh, once you already have two kasher edim, and, uh, and and the Gemara is going to discuss that when you only have three edim, that everyone agrees that you can't have a real puzzle that only a karov would count in that uh, in that case. So let's begin again. We're at Hakones es yivimto about 15 lines, 12, 15 lines before the end of the page. So the Mishnah had said that if a man does Yibum, he's Kone says Yivimto, so all the Tsaros right away are Mutaros Lushuk, they can go marry whoever they want and they do, they go and they marry whoever they want and then he discovers that the one he did Yibum on was really an islandist, the whole Kiddushin with the brother was a Kiddush Etos, so really he hasn't done Yibum and therefore all of, all of those Tsaros were not really Mutaros Lushuk so that was one of the examples of Tetzi Mizeh and Mizeh, the Kolad that we are extremely machmir. They can't. Uh, she's got. To, she can't stay married to anybody, and she loses on all ends because uh, she got remarried prematurely. Now that was right after the Mishnah had discussed a similar but not identical case of a play, of a situation where there was a yibum situation, or they they uh, there was a man who died without any children, and one of his wives was an erva to the yavam because one of his 
wives was an erva to the yavam, so all the tsaros were automatically mutaros, and they all got married to somebody else because uh, one of, they're off the hook. And then they discovered the one who was an erva to the yavam was really an islandess, and therefore her marriage was a taos, and uh, therefore they really all did require yivam. And we said in that case, we called Rachmael So the Gemara is going to be, wonder why do I need both of these cases? I get it. If you have a yibum situation and the girl who, who gets the other sorrows off the hook, whether by virtue of her being an erva or whether by virtue of her actually doing yibum, if she turns out to be an islandist, then you've got problems. Why does it have to give me both cases? Both the case where she turns out to be, uh, both the case where we thought she was the, the, where, where she was an erva and the case where she actually did the yibum. Why do I need both those, those cases? So tzricha, we need both cases. If I only would have been told about the case where she actually uh, where, where, where she actually where, where she was at, where she was in the erva where we where the girl who turned out to be an islandess was in the erva mishum delovikayim mitzvahs yibum I would say yeah over there we're going to be extremely machmir and we say because the mitzvah of yibum was never actually done and it was never thought to have been done they just thought that they didn't need it but over here the mitzvahs yibum was done so there's very good reason for all the tzaros to think that everything is fine they did, there was a yibum how are they supposed to know that the girl that there was a Yibam on would turn out to be an islandess. And if it only would have told me this case where they did an actual Yibam, we should have come That's because she's actually, uh, they, they all, in the case that they actually did a Yibam, all of the Tsaros were all facing that Yibam situation and it could have been any one of them. So each of these Tsaros who then got remarried to somebody else could have chosen to be the one or could have po- <coughs> potentially been the one to have to deal with Yibum, Abel Hasam to Laramya but in the case where one of them was a was an erva, so there was no Yibum situation to begin with in their minds, Emalos, I would think that we're not going to be so Machmir and her because she never even thought about facing a Yibum situation. One of them was a Tsara, one of them was an erva rather. So Tricha, that's why we need both of these cases. Then the Mishnah spoke about Kasava Sofar Vitaa, Vinasan Getli Isha Vishovel Ish. Sofar wrote the two documents and he made a mistake and he accidentally gave the get to the woman to give to the man and the shover to the man to give to the woman and then they discover it they, they, they discover that they each have the wrong document after everything was given so Rebbe Lezer says if, if, if this comes to light right away then you know that there has not been a divorce the get has not really been given and they're going to have to do over whereas if it comes to light then you can assume that maybe there was some kanunya between them they, uh, they really did get divorced and they just are trying to get her out of her new marriage, so they uh, they, they exchange documents when we weren't looking. How do we define these terms? What's considered immediate and what's considered later on? As long as they're still there and discussing the matter of this divorce, that's considered immediate. But Amdu, once they leave that uh, that discussion, then it's considered already Liachazman. Ravad Barava says, no, there's no time frame that's considered the Alter and Liachazman. Rather, it's a matter of events. Loni says Zelialter. If she has not yet gotten remarried, that's considered Lialter. Ni says if she's already remarried, Zehu Liachazman. That's considered 
to be liachazman because uh, to none, and we learned in a uh, Mishnah. Our Mishnah said that why is it that we assume that they're really already divorced because the first guy can't come and take a woman away from her second husband once she's already remarried by claiming that he never gave her a get and that he had accidentally given her a shover and she gave him a get. Well, according to Ravad Bar Ahava's interpretation, it makes a lot of sense that we refer to a second husband because the whole din only applies when there is a second husband. That's the definition of Liachazman. But according to Shmuel, that the definition of Liachazman is just that they got up and that they're out of that conversation. Well, then what are we referring to as Shani? There may not be a Shani. It means the fact that she's that she's able to get remarried, that she was Zocha to, uh, to have the right to be able to get married to a second guy. He doesn't have the right to take that away from her if it's not uh, if it's not immediate if it's not immediate if you look at the top tosos according to Ravad Barava that the whole case of Lachrosman is she's already gotten remarried now Rashi said that the concern is why is it that Lachrosman we assume that they're really divorced because there's a kanunya they're 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 in cahoots together and they're trying to get her out of this marriage well not kanunya what are they trying to do? They're trying to get her back to the first husband. If she got remarried, she's not. He's not allowed to take her back anyway. Meaning, if uh, if, if they if he divorced her, and a man is allowed to be machzir grushaso if he's not a kohen, but only calls man that she didn't get married to somebody else. If she got married to somebody else, it's aser to be machzir grushaso. So, what kind of kolonia is this? What kind of uh, what kind of trick are they going to be able to pull? You're assuming everyone everyone knows all the halachas. Not everyone's such tamuchacham. Not everyone knows that he's not going to be allowed to remarry. So he thinks he's going to get her out of the, away from that second husband, and then he'll be able to have her back. He doesn't realize that he won't be able to have her back. That it's going to be yasser anyway for him to have her to have her back. And he just didn't realize that, and therefore he might still do a kanunya. Good new mishnah. top of A guy wrote a get and then changed his mind and decided not to use it. Beishami says that alone just the fact that he wrote the get from kuna. Beishil says even if he gave it to her altenai, not only did he write a get, he actually did in the sinas I get altenai, but the tenai was never fulfilled. That does not pasul her minakuna because only an actual grusha is pasul minakuna. Not someone who you were this close to be to, to making into a grusha pasul minakuna. Uh, the, uh, the, the the to explain shitas beishamai that ksivas again pasul minakuna. Rav Shechter points out. But there's a Yisod, I think we've mentioned in the past already, a very phenomenal Yisod that Rav Shechter has in the Eretz HaTzvi, Simen Chavdalin. He points out that the Gemara earlier in Daf Yud discusses when do we count the three months of Havchana, when, when a man gets divorced, a woman's not allowed to get, a man and woman get divorced, a woman's not allowed to get remarried for three months. When does the clock start on the three months? So in Daf Yud Rav says Mishas Nesina, Shmuel says Mishas Ksiva, that as soon as you write the get, and it's a Machlokas Aposkim, what but, uh, whether we hold like Rav and Shmuel, the reason for Shmuel that we start Mishas Siva is because the whole idea of Havchana is that we should know that she's not pregnant 
from the first husband, if she, if she is pregnant, we should know about it, so that we'll be able to know who the father of the child is, and we paskin that, it, that if Liba uh, Legarsha, and she's Yosheva's Tachtov and that it's Aser, that that's called Al Tachrash Al Reach Ra'a Vuyoshevetachitach, that once you already are co save the get, then you're not allowed to sleep with the wife anymore, once the Ksivas Haget has already happened. So Shmuel Shita is very simple, that if, uh, if, if he's already planning on divorcing her, he's not allowed to sleep with her, so that's when you could start the clock, because she's not getting pregnant anymore, since he's not allowed to sleep with her. Bevadai, they're not having be anymore, obviously they must be observing the halacha. The problem with that explanation of Shmuel Shita is that the Gemara in Yevamas tells us a machlokas tanayim, if uh, in, 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 uh, in the din of Havchana, if it's a gzeru that's a low plug or not, in Afkamina, the husband is sick, the husband was in jail, she had no access to the husband, do you still need to wait three months? And over there we paskin like Rameir Bigzerosov, that the din of Chana's noeg, even when the reason doesn't apply. The Gemara says, Afilu yavo elio Even if Elio and Avi were to come and say, she is not pregnant, still you got to wait three months. That it doesn't matter whether the reason applies or not. So how does Shmuel's Shita make any sense now? From the time of Ksiva, we're going to count Avchana, they're still married. I thought it's a low plug. I thought it doesn't matter whether she's, we're concerned that she's pregnant or not. How could Avchana already be, uh, already started the Shas Ksiva? So, uh, so Shafta points out, what you see from there is that the Ksivas Haget, Shmuel's being Mechadesh, that when it comes to the Hetelabayla, Ishus already stops at the Ksivas Haget. Ksivas Haget is not just a Hechsher, that it's a way to prepare to do the Gerishin. Ksivas Haget is the beginning of the Maisa Gerishin, that there are two steps to the Maisa Gerishin. There is the Maisa Gerishin of Ksivas Haget and then the Sinas Haget. Ksivas Haget already makes her Asura Labayla and they're divorced in the sense that she is Asura Labayla and then the Sinas get makes him muteris to the rest of the world just like by marriage there are two steps at the at the kiddushin it makes her to the rest of the world then the nisuin makes her mutter labayla so by the gerishin it goes in two steps as well phenomenal chiddush that that's how ksivas get works now in in light of that beishame makes a lot of sense someone who's kosev legarish ishto and then he changes his mind right away pasul menakuna why should you be pasul menakuna apparently this is what we call reach haget reach haget normally means though that there's a Maisa Gerishin without a Chalos Gerishin. But where's the Maisa Gerishin over here? There's no Maisa Gerishin. No, but based on this, you saw, you understand very well that Ksivas Get Lishma is the beginning of a Maisa Gerishin. Uh, that explains Beishamai. Great, but how does that explain Beishilil then? Why does Beishilil say she's Mutaris Lakuna after he's already done Ksivas Haget? See, either you could say that Ksivas Haget, yes, is the Maisa Gerishin, but it's still not called the Reach Haget because it's not a complete Maisa Gerishin until the Shas Nisina. Or you could say that Beishilil holds that we only say Ksivas Haget is considered the beginning of the Maisa Gerishin if it turns out that that Get is eventually used, if that Get is actually used for a Nisina. But if the Get was never actually, never, n- Never, they never uh, used it for a Nesina, then it's a Glai Milsal Mafreya that that Ksivas Haget was not the beginning of a Maisa Gerishin, because to have a beginning of a Maisa Gerishin, you have to have an end of the Maisa Gerishin. So those are the two possibilities of how to explain the Shita's Beisilol, but it brings Beishamay Shita to new light when you understand this Yisod, that Ksivas Haget is not just a Hechsher of the Get, it's actually the beginning of a Maisa Gerishin. Says the Gemara, Shalukhir of Yosef Bredir Menashem Yidvil Shmuel, Yilam 
And he, they're still together, and they're still they're still acting like a husband and wife. What's the din? Uh, there are rumors going around that he wrote again. Now, do we know for sure? No, we don't have Edus, but there are rumors that he wrote again for his wife. So Shalach he said, "Teitzei v'adavar tzarich bedika." They have to. Uh, she has to. She has to leave his house, and we need to investigate further. So, so Mayhi, what, what are we? What are we investigating? If you're going to tell me, well, what, what we're investigating is, are we mevatalakal or are we not mevatalakal? When we hear such rumors, do we put those rumors to rest or do we not put those rumors to rest? Narda was Shmuel was the Maradasra in Narda, and in Narda they were not mevatalakal, so that can't be what they were investigated, what they were investigating. Ella It must be what they were really investigating is when rumors are going around that a man was kosev get ishto. well that shouldn't bother us alone if he was only kosev get ishto because we paskin like base Hillel in our Mishnah that writing a get to one's wife does not make her pasal lakuna only actually giving the get will make her pasal lakuna so what we really need to investigate is when people say the word kosev do they really mean nesina sometimes in which case we have to be choshish for this rumor that really he was no same get ishto. now that's a problem if he was no saying get lishto and he's still living with her so the asked the Gemara yeah but let's say we're able to verify that people sometimes refer to Nesina as Ksiva is that necessarily going to be a problem the Chikarul and Nesina Ksiva granted people might call Nesina Ksiva but you know what else they might call they, they might refer to as Ksiva Ksiva Luxiva Gufa Milo Karla Ksiva don't they call Ksiva Ksiva also so isn't it possible that if there are rumors going around that he was Kosev Getlishto all it means is that he was Kosev Getlishto and therefore there's no problem so why if we're going to investigate and discover that sometimes people call Nasina Ksiva is that automatically going to be a problem no maybe over here it taka means Ksiva where it says in the Megalia Milsa to Karla Nasina Ksiva and therefore it's going to be Tetze. That we assume that if it's going to, that, that, that if it's even possible that the word Ksiva means Nesina in that place, then we have to be Choshesh that that's what it means over here, and we have to be Choshesh that he was ready Nasan get Lishto, and then they're going to have to get divorced. Why should they have to get divorced? This is a call Basar Nisuin. Whenever there are rumors going around, but they're already married we're not going to pay attention to any such rumors. We'll pay attention to rumors as a lechachila matter, you know, that we're not going to allow someone to get married if it's, uh, if the rumors which would suggest that this marriage is be'iser. But someone's already married, so we're going to use rumors in a bedievet situation and say that it's going to end a marriage? No, we never do that. So just because a call comes out, why should we pay any attention to that call? So it says tomorrow, we don't. My teitze nami, teitze misheni. When we say that we're paying attention to this call, it means that Tetzi Misheni, that if she marries any any other guy, if the, the Kohen, this Kohen died and she married another Kohen, she's going to have to divorce that Kohen
Kohen because she was already a Grusha from her first husband. We're going to be Choshesh for the call that she was a Grusha from the first husband, that she's not an Almana from the first husband. You're going to do that. You're going to make her leave the second husband. Everyone's going to say, why did they make her leave? Oh, because she was a Grusha from the first husband. Then how do you explain all those kids she had from the first husband if she was already Mugureshes from him? You don't have to worry about that because since everyone's going to realize that they're making her leave the second husband, but no one ever made her leave the first husband, they're going to re- they're going. Everyone's going to assume yes, she was a grusha, but it must have been right toward the end of the first husband's life, and therefore all the kids were uh, born before there was ever a gerushin, and it's not going to be motzi laz on any of the children. But at the end of the day, when do we say teitze? We're only going to say teitze from the second husband because the call that she was a grusha pre uh, was was existed before that that second marriage. So that's a lechatchila situation. But the evidence as far as her marriage to the first husband, where the call only comes out after they're already married, you're not going to base uh, you're not going to make them uh, get divorced based on a call alone. So that was the. Uh, that was the psak that if there's a call goes out that she uh, a kohen was kosev get liishto we needed to teitze and investigate and what we needed to investigate is how do people refer to a nesina saget do they refer to it as ksiva or do they refer to it as as uh, nesina so that's the the, the the gemara seems pretty clear lemaskana that we have to check how what people refer to as ksiva does ksiva mean just ksiva or does it mean nesina and that's in fact what's paskind in the shulchan aruch in However, the Rambam doesn't mention this chilek at all. He just paskins mistama that if a call goes out, that a man was kosev gelishto, that she's asura. And the Ran wonders, why doesn't he mention this chilek between whether you're in a place where they call ksiva ksiva or they call ksiva nesina. Uh, they call nesina ksiva. If they call ksiva ksiva, then there's nothing to worry about. If they don't refer to nesina as ksiva, there's nothing. It's it. So why does the Rambam say that, uh, the, that we're worried in all situations? Where does the Rambam get this from? So that's a major discussion in the Achronim. The Bach in Simon Vav suggests to be Miyashiv the Rambam that really we paskin like the first terrets of the Gemara that Shmuel meant to say that we check if we're Mavatal Kol or not. I, the Gemara asked, but Narada was Shmuel's, uh, Shmuel was the Maradasra, and in Narada they don't, they're not Mavatal Kol. Nah, the Rambam doesn't think that's such a kasha because it could be that in the place of Rav Yosef, who's the one that said this halacha, they are Mavatal Kol. So Shmuel said in that Saruch Bedika, that for your location where you're asking the Shaila for Hadavit Sarak Madika whether Mavatalakal or not. If it happened in Arda, in my place, I would know what to do. But I'm not sure in your place. So the Gemara gives uh, the Gemara is just giving an answer based on the Havana of the Makshan. But the Kasha wasn't such a Kasha to reject the Avamina. It's quite a read into the Gemara, meaning what we're saying is the Gemara says a Pshat, rejects the Pshat, says a Pshat number two, and we're saying, yeah, Pshat number one was really correct. The rejection wasn't really a rejection. That that's what the Rambam's doing with this Gemara. And even more uh, a creative reading of the Gemara, the Bach suggests in the name of a Chacham Echad that maybe the, the Rabbim was Medayik in the Lashon of Shmuel. What did Shmuel say? He didn't just say, let's investigate. He said, Teitzei 
and then sounds like first end the marriage and then we'll investigate Lechorah should have said the opposite let's investigate and if the investigation turns out bad then Tetzay first you have to investigate though and if it turns out that we can't come up with a header then we should say Tetzay and it's that Kasha that caused the Rambam to be Mefari Shmuel in an entirely different way that Shmuel means to say that she's going to be Tetzay no matter what even if we investigate and it turns out that they don't call Nasi in that location, still it's going to be Tetze because we can't check something that's, uh, that we, we can't rely on our investigation completely and be absolutely confident that what they meant by Ksiva is just Ksiva. The Lashon Vadavr Tzarek Badika means is like Tetze Vadavr Tzarek Talmud, which means Tetze Misafik because we don't know how to be Machria. It's not that we're actually going to be Bodek, there's nothing to be Bodek. How are we going to know to be Machria? What people refer to as what? People uh, everyone speaks a little bit differently. So that's what Tetzay Vadavr Tzarek Badika is. Not that we're actually being Bodek anything, but that because, because we don't know, we just don't know how to be Bodek. And that's how the Rambam must have read this Gemara. Take a look at how different the Doros HaRishonim were than the later generations. Doros HaRishonim Beishamai. You want to see the attitude toward Yichus of the earlier generations? Look what Beishamai attitude toward Yichus of Kuna. That a man is kosev gelishto, and that's it. All he did is write again, and right away she's pasul kuhuna. That's how sensitive the earlier generations were toward Yichus. Doros HaAchronim Rabbi Dosa. You want an example of how the Doros HaAchronim acted toward Yichus? Look at Rabbi Dosa. Detanya. Shvuya Ochelz Betruma Divri Rabbi Dosa. Rabbi Dosa holds that even if a girl was held captive by, uh, by Goyim, she could be Ochelz Betruma. Am Rabbi Dosa Bechima Asala Rabbi Zeh. Rabbi Dosa says, what did this Arab do to her already? Because he fondled her, she's going to be Pasal Menachuna. He didn't actually have Bia with her. That's not going to be enough to Pasal her from Akuna. Such a, um, such a, 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 a more uh, an attitude toward Yichus that's, uh, that's not, that doesn't seem to be nearly as serious as the earlier generations, as Beshamai's very strict attitude toward Yichus. Another example of where we see the difference between the Doros Harishonim and the Doros HaAchronim. Doros HaRishonim, Machnisim Perosei and Derech Traksimon, Kedei L'chaivan V'Maiser. In the Doros HaRishonim, they would dafka bring in their Maisros in such a way where they would know that they're going to become Chayiv in Maiser. But Doros HaAchronim, Machnisim Perosei and Derech Gagos, Derech Karpifos, Kedei L'Potzim in Maiser. They would dafka bring the Maiser in through the roof or through some other way that uh, that would avoid Re'yes Pnei Abayis, which, uh, which, which would, which would part to them from Maiser. Meaning they, they, it was a heter, but they and it was a legitimate hetter, but they would do that whatever they can to get out of having to do the mitzvah. The Doros Rishonim would do whatever they can to make themselves chayiv in the mitzvah so they could have the opportunity to do the mitzvah. Whereas the Doros Achronim, they came up with whatever etza. It's like I'm sure at some point in history there were people that were bechorim that fasted on every pesach. You know that uh, that before we came up with an etza to get out of everything. That's a, a sign of the times. Because tavel is only chayiv b'meiser when you have 
Avrias Pinevais, when it actually sees the face of the house in the normal way. It comes in through the front door. Shnemar, Biati Akodesh Pinevais. Rabbi Yochan Amar, Afilu Chatzar Kavas. Rabbi Yochan says, doesn't have to have Rias Pinevais, even if it just comes into the Chatzar, it's already Chayav Emaisos. Shnemar, because the, we derive that Chatzar is Kavas, because the Pasuk says, Va'achlu Bisha'arecha Visaveu. That it's Bisha'arecha, you could already be Ochel Kidei Svia Bisha'arecha. Now, when you have something that's not yet Tevel, and uh, therefore did not have any Jewish Maisos taken from it, you can eat an Achilles Arai, but you're not allowed to eat an Achilles Keva. So over here it says, in the Chatzar already, they're Saveu, they're eating an Achilles Keva, they're having a full meal. So it must be that it's already become Chayav Maisos, and you've taken the Maisos when it was already in the Chatzar. So the Chatzar, you see, is already Kaveh. But those are the two indications of the difference between the earlier generations and the later generations. New mission now. If a man divorces his wife and then he stays at the same inn as her, so what do we have to be choshish for? Beishamai says a second get is not necessary. Is not necessary. We don't assume that there was a new Maisa Kedushin. And Beishil says we do assume there was a new Maisa Kedushin. They definitely slept together and they uh, they did it L'Shem Kedushin and therefore you're going to need a second get. But that's only if they had previously already had Nisuin. So they've previously already been together. So you have a situation of Libo Gaspa. They're comfortable enough with each other that we can assume that when they're alone together, they're having Bia. But if all they ever had was Erisin, then everyone agrees, even the Basil is going to agree, you're not going to need another get because we don't assume that there was Bia. They're not comfortable enough with each other that we could just make that assumption. It's possible, but we're not going to just make that assumption that there was a Bia, the Shem Kiddushin, just because they were alone together. Amar Rabba Barbachana Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan is a gewaldik achidish, and the Gemara is gonna, such a gewaldik achidish, the Gemara is going to end up saying it's against our Mishnah. But a gewaldik achidish, machlokas b'shuru'ua shenivala. This whole machlokas whether we assume that there was a bia l'shem kiddushin is only if we saw that there was a bia. And the whole machlokas is, do we assume it was l'shem kiddushin or not? The Beishamai Savri Adamos Abilas Abilas Nos. Beishamai says nah, a person, uh, they may have had the Bia, because we saw that they did have the Bia, but it was just a Bia's Nus. And therefore, you don't have to worry that it's L'Shem Kiddushin, you're not going to require a second get. But Basil Savri, ain't the most Bilas of Bilas Nus. Basil says, no, people don't do that. They don't make their Bia into a Bia's Nus if they could help it. And if they had a Bia, we have to assume that that Bia was L'Shem Kiddushin, and therefore it's going to require a get. But that's only when we know that they had Bia. But if we don't know for sure that they, have bia, that they had Bia, we don't have Aiden. That they had Bia, Divrei Akol, Even though we know that they had Yichud, you're not going to require, no one's going to say that she requires a second get. There's no way that we're going to assume a Kiddushin. So that's the Chiddush of Rabbi Yochanan. The whole Machlokas in the Mishnah is only if we know for sure that they had Bia. Says Gemara, that's great, but it's against our Mishnah. Tanan, the Mishnah says, that we're moda that if they got divorced after Erisin, that we can't assume that there was a Bia because they're not so comfortable with each other. So when do we make the assumption that there was a Bia? That's only if they previously had Nisuin. We can't make any such assumptions when they just had Erisin because they don't have that level of comfort. Well, but if the whole case of the Mishnah is we saw that they had Bia, you can't say, well, it 
can't be that we really saw that because uh, well, you saw it. What do you mean? You can't. They weren't so comfortable with each other. You saw that they had bia. So mali mineris and mali suin. Then it shouldn't make a difference whether it was from eris or nisuin. If it was all just a matter of we know that they had bia, is there a chazaka in adam or not? Beisila says we have such a chazaka. Beishabe says we don't have such a chazaka. So that's it. It shouldn't make a difference whether it's eris or nisuin. Our Mishnah clearly records this in a situation where we don't know for sure that they had Bia, we didn't see them at Bia, and there's still a Machlok where they're going to need to get. Rabbi Yochan is assuming like the presentation of a different Tana in terms of what the Machlokas is. The Brysa records Bisham and Bisil differently. The Brysa says, I'm Rabbi Shimon Lazar, Lonechlu Bisham Bisil, Al Shaloru Ashul Nivla, Shein Tzrichem and Get Sheni. That if we didn't see that they have Bia, that they had Bia, then Enochinami, both Bisham and Bisil would agree. She does not require a second get. We don't assume that there was a Bia if we didn't see it. Alman Nechliku, where do they argue? Al Sharua Shinivala, only if we saw that they had Bia. That's where you have machlokas, whether a person makes his bia a bias nus. So we have two versions of the machlokas, we have the Brysa version and the Mishnah version. The Brysa version is what Rabbi Yochan is talking about, that the machlokas is when we know that they had bia, and the Mishnah's version is when we didn't know that they had bia. So, so far we explained what they're really arguing about if you assume like the Brysa. If you assume like the Brysa, I understand what the machlokas is about. The machlokas is whether we assume this chazaka because we know that there was a bia. Well, if you assume like the Mishnah's version of the Machlokas, that the Machlokas is where we didn't see them have Bia, well then what are they arguing about? What is the Nekudasa Machlokas? It can't just be about Eina the because there's no Bia to talk about over here that we know of necessarily. So what is the Machlokas? So says, Our Mishnah, where we assume that the Machlokas was, that you didn't see them have Bia, well what's that Machlokas about? So the answer is Gemara, our Mishnah is talking about you didn't see them have Bia, but you did have Edei Yichud. There were Edim that saw them alone together. So Beishamai Savri lo amrinon hein hein Edei Yichud vein hein Edei Bia. Beishamai says Yichud alone is not evidence of Bia. Or Beisil Savri amrinon hein hein Edei Yichud vein hein Edei Bia. And Beisil says we do assume that Yichud alone is evidence of Bia, at least in a case where they were previously married and they expressed they, they had a certain level of comfort with each other. How far that goes is a major discussion in Poskim and relates very much to our attitude towards civil marriages. If a couple has a civil marriage and never had a religious ceremony, are they going to require a get? Meaning if you assume that no one ever saw them at Bia, we never, we never, but you assume and you assume that that Bia, and he probably wanted to do it the same Kiddushin, because the person is not going to make his Bia, Bia's Nus. So that was Rav Hankton's famous Psach, that you're going to require a get from a civil marriage, because you have to make that assumption. I, but we only say that if they were previously married, they express this level of comfort that they were previously married with each other, that we're going to say, we don't say Stam, anyone who violates an Israel Yichud, that we assume that he had Bia. We don't say, the Gemara says in Kiddush, a married woman has Yichud with somebody. 
<coughs> unless there was a kinui beforehand, a married woman has yichud with somebody, she doesn't become asura labayla. You don't assume that there was a that there was a bia. So when do we assume it? When she's already been with that guy, she's already been married to that guy. Then you assume it. So how can Rav Hankin say stam a single guy and a single girl that have a civil marriage? They were never married before. Well, he says no. What's the whole point of of the fact that they were married before? Is that libogaspa? Is that they show that they're so comfortable with each other? This couple's living together for years and they think they're married. So if they're living together for years and in their minds they're married, you could probably say, say, hey, nei nei deichud, hey, nei nei debia. So that's the, uh, but others uh, disagree. that No, it's dafka when they were married. It has not, this is a halacha that applies only in this one given circumstance. Otherwise we do not say, hey, nei nei deichud, hey, nei nei debia. Umodim in his and everyone agrees that if they only had erisin in the past, that you're not going to require a second get. If it's ain libo gaspa, they don't have this uh, level of comfort with each other. We don't assume So says Gemara. Does Rabbi Yochanan really say that the machlok is only when we saw them? But short of that, there is no machlok b'shaim be'silal against our Mishnah. Rabbi Yochanan is going just like the Brisa. But doesn't Rabbi Yochanan say that we pass like a stam Mishnah? And over here we have our stam Mishnah talking about a machlok b'shaim be'silal when we didn't see them have bia together. It's a machlok b'shaim Exactly what Rabbi Yochanan really held. Now, what is the svara of Eino demos so the Achronim give a lot of reasons for that din. Some of the Achronim suggest, why is it Eino the most of the Eino the most writes, because of the Chomer Isra of Pano Yabal Apnuya. That uh, the, he definitely doesn't want to violate that Isra, so we could assume that he wasn't doing it L'Shem Znos, that he was doing it L'Shem uh, Marriage. Maram Shik writes in Simul Chafalif in explaining a Ravid, it's because it's a G'nai La'adam Shiyasa Bilasa Bilasa Znos. It's not the Isra, it's not the Chomer Isra that does it, it's that it's beneath him. He feel, feels like, well, why should I be someone who uh, has a bias nos, I might as well uh, have a more dignified bia. The Arsameh suggests that the Svar is a mistama, he's trying to remarry her. And there's, uh, there, are, there are a lot of nafkaminas between, we don't have time for it right now, a lot of nafkaminas between those three explanations of Eina Adamosa Bilaso Bilas Nos. Okay, let's see the next Mishnah. Kansa beget kirech. If a man is, uh, is, 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 uh, marries a woman um, after, uh, because she had received the get, but the get was a bald get. What does it mean it's a bald get? Well, just like a bald person is missing hair where one would expect hair, a get is missing a signature, a bald get is missing a signature where one would expect a signature. So the way they used to do it is they, if you had a get makushar, they were masaking to daft to make a get makushar, where you'd have to get several folds in the get and more signatures on each fold, you have to get another signature, because they didn't want people to just get divorced easily, especially a Kohen. If he just divorces his wife when he gets angry, he's never going to be able to remarry her, and he's going to be, Ivey, what did I do? He's going to be all upset. So we make, it, we, make it, uh, we make him jump through hoops in order to be able to get divorced, so that he... Uh, he, he won't have anything to regret. He'll have to really think about it. So let's say it's missing one of the signatures. And she got remarried based on that get. We throw the book at her. Again, all of the chumras. Get kirech, bananas. Bananas says, once you have two kosher aid and get kirech, you can have anyone be the third aid. That's, you, you don't need a kosher aid. Rabbi Kiva, 
Krovim Rabbi says it could be a pasul aid, but only a pasul karov, not a pasul of anything else, not a ganav, not an evet, just a karov. Vezu get kirech kol shekshav merubim A get kirech means that you have more uh, more knots and more 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 ties in the get or sewn over folds in the get than you have edim in the get because you're supposed to, each fold is supposed to have another aid on it. So by time you get kirech kizerim mishum kolchan. What's the reason that such a get is possible? Because we assume that if initially there were supposed to be let's say five signatures on the get and there are only four, you have to be concerned that maybe the husband said kolchan chasumu get. I want all of you to be the edim of, of the get for my wife, and therefore, even if you have two kosher edim, but it wasn't all of them, then they're not going to be divorced because the husband insisted on kulchem. So we're always concerned that he might have insisted on kulchem. Get kirech hakol mashlimin alav. We said anyone could be that last aid. Rabbi Kiva, my, uh, Rabbi Kiva, Eved, my time alone. Why did Rabbi Kiva say that an Eved can't be, but a uh, Karov can be? So there's three possibilities. One is daslimem kashaleidus. We're afraid people might say that an Eved is kashaleidus. So frankly, Gemara, you have the same concern by a Karov. Karov nami daslimem kashaleidus. Eved haim time of the dilmasu lasuke liyuchsin. Now by an Eved, the concern is we're afraid that people are going to think that he's a miyuchas. They're not going to realize he's an Eved. And so Gemara gaz. Then why doesn't Rabbi Kiva say it's okay for a gazlan? A gazlan has yichus; he's just puzzled. Why does Rabbi Kiva insist that the only puzzle we're allowed to use is a karov, but not a gazlan? What is it about a, about a karov that makes it okay, and all the other pasulim that are not okay? So says our third and final answer: By an evid, the reason. We're not allowed to use him as people are going to assume that he was freed, and they're going to assume therefore he's kosher going forward. And by Gazan, if they see that we use him as name, people are going to assume he did tshuva and that he's kosher going forward. No one's going to be able to make any such assumptions about a karov. Everyone knows that he's a relative and he's never going to be kosher. There's no doing tshuva from uh, from being a relative, so you know that he's always going to be a problem. Okay, but Shem will pick up at the two dots tomorrow.